everyone, and welcome to the New Matter Podcast. I am your guest host, Vicki Luisi, CEO for SLAS. And today I have with me an incoming board member, Manuela Bile-Peter. Manuela, welcome. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Vicky. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to our chat and uh, yeah. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to it too. We usually get to see each other face-to-face a whole lot more than we have this year. So I'm really, really happy that I can at least have a few minutes to chat with you today. Okay. So we have a, a tradition on the New Matter podcast where we put our guests through this challenge right off the bat. And that is to describe your day-to-day work in 10 words or less. Wow, that's a challenge. <laughs> I try. I try. So I would say I'm working with a very passionate team for automated liquid handling solutions. That's great. That's it's wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. That's very. I think you may have nailed it. Yes. So you could use a few more words this time around. Why don't you tell us what you do and who you work for? Yeah. So I'm working for Analyticina. It's a German company. We provide uh, innovative technologies, especially for science for research. Um, in the terms of yeah, providing automated solutions, um, we work very closely with our yeah, we would say customers in the field, yeah, pharma research, scientific laboratories, universities, so academic research, in order to help them with their challenges, day-to-day challenges, um, number of samples, reproducibility results, um, and so on. And provide uh, solutions in order to, yeah, that they can get successful with their science um, challenges. That's great. That's great. What led you into science? I would say it's curiosity in the beginning. I mm-hmm. really love, or even when I was a child, I was always asking everybody to death, like, why is it like this? How does it happen? How? What can we do to to treat uh, this? For example, my grandfather was ill with cancer and I wanted to understand where does it come from and how can we fight? How does the cancer, why does the cancer always win? And uh, where is the science? And this always led me back to this topic. And in my position today, seeing that we are part of this community and this fast developments today makes me every day appreciative and, and excited. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. And I bet you feel today like there are moments where cancer isn't winning and and you are. So that's got to be pretty fulfilling. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When I, I mean, when you talk to, to the people, like when we met in ESLAS and you see what's going on in science and how how things are moving forward, it's, it's, yeah, it's touching and it's really, it's good to be part of this. It's mm-hmm. a purpose, right? I agree. I agree. So tell us about how you came to choose the career that you have now. That's a good question because I never choose this career. (laughs) (laughs) I was really, when I was young, I wanted to study languages actually, because I'm grown up in the GDR, so in the former East German uh, zone or part. And for us, it was, you know, like a hidden world um, outside of our country. And I studied very hard. Languages like Russian language, English, French. I always wanted to go out and learn more about our world. That was my passion in that time. And then I went to study at SAIS in Jena. That was just after the reunification in Germany. And here I learned 
to love the world of technology, of innovation, of but that was never enough for me. I wanted to see where this technology actually plays a role and how you know can I maybe give some some impact in this world and that's how I actually came to Cybio at that time, starting in sales and support and really developed very fast into establishing and developing different markets, areas in our world, like Asia, Japan, China, and then started also Europe, US. And I saw how important it is to connect the dots between those worlds. And mm. yeah, that's why I'm still here today because every day is different and every day we learn something new. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And so I guess, you know, in that constant curiosity that you've always had, what has been your most exciting professional accomplishment? Hmm. <laughs> I think after 20 years, if I look back, there were a lot of exciting moments. It's mainly when you had a very challenging project, for example, and in the end, you solve the problem. You, you have the happy customer in front of you, but also the happy team with you that you got through this, that you never give up and fight for this and and you are successful. And there's one actually sticking out, which is about 10 years ago when we had a huge project in Japan at a pharma company there. And you think in the beginning, oh, it's a project like every other project. We just have to understand what it's about and then we convert it into a solution. We go there and it should work. But actually, we, we learned it's not that easy. It's not always the same. And yeah, you need to understand what are the real challenges behind the requirements. Mm-hmm. And when we established the system, we learned a lot together with the customer. And I was really impressed by our customer, how much he fighted to get this work, how important this was for them that this is really successful and we hang in there, we work day and night and weekends. And after a few months, it was really an outstanding experience for all of us. It brought the team together, but it brought us also very close to, to this customer. It was really touching moment. Mm. Yeah. What did you, did? was there any, if you were to say one particular thing that you learned from that experience that you use in your work today, what would that be? Um, listening. Listening, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really listen careful and hang in there. Fight for it. It's always worth. Never give, never give up, really. It's it's so important to, to stick to stick to it and come to the solution. Sure. And another thing is involve the team. So it's never a fight alone. It's a fight together. Yes, I think listening is a great lesson for all of us in, in any situation. Very often, I think when we trace back where we might have tripped up on something, not hearing everything or not listening is generally part of that path for correcting. So that's a great story. Let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about SLAS. And you are going to be joining the board of directors as of January. We are so, so happy and excited to have you join the board. Tell me, what do you look forward to accomplishing as part of the board? First of all, I'm also very excited. Um, I would say since the beginning, I was, you know, it's, it all started with attending an ESLAS conference. When you meet the community, you 
you get so excited because it's like a family and it's like every year you look forward to it. But I learned it's not just this. So SLS is not just the conference. It's a journey to really help science and technology to, to get together and bring out something wonderful. And, and what I think what I can bring in is really yeah helping the community to connect even more and my passion is communication and bringing you know different cultures together and that's not just by international cultures it's also in science and technology those are different cultures itself and yeah sometimes you need kind of a workbook in order to understand each other and also to see where the challenges are and how we can make an impact here to, to support this. And I think in SLS, we could see it this year, we have to change, we have to change how we do this. Um, we have to find new ways to, to bring this together. And um, what I saw this year made me actually very proud to be part of this. So a lot of things have been established. Um, the website, the SLS Connected. I really love SLS Applied. So that's a knowledge platform where you know, technology providers and science can actually share their ideas, experiences. And yeah, and I look forward. I'm, I'm also curious what I can bring in. So if my values where they can play a good role. And uh, yeah, I really look forward to it. Well, you, you know, speaking of journeys, you were part of the growth effort for SLAS in Europe from the early days. And I think that perspective is something that will be of tremendous value to us in our board conversations. You're right. We had to, we had to really, really change how we continue to provide value to our community over this past year. And I think that some of those changes will stay on and even grow. So we, always need to understand what the needs of our community is, regardless of where they might live. And those needs change sometimes based on where they're based. So we're really, we're so very happy that you're going to be bringing that perspective to the board. So what tips would you have for younger generations of scientists who might be looking at a career in automation or screening, data science, anything in the technology development space, what advice would you give them as they're embarking on that part of their career path? Mm -hmm. I think that's something I tell my daughter too. It's actually, it all starts with a vision. So if you have a vision, a clear idea on where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, you will be at the right spot in the end. And um, be open. That's what I would tell people, young people, be open, bring in your ideas. Don't hesitate, even you feel you are too young or you don't have enough experience and you are in a community of very grown scientists or developers and so on. Still, yeah, don't hesitate. Bring in what kind of ideas you have and hang in there. It's something I tell my daughter also every day. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, yes. Hang in there, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. First of all, let me say when we can be face-to-face -face again, again, and I do believe that is going to happen in 2021. Who are you most excited to meet and network with again at SLAS? I really hope so that we can meet very soon. 
we are currently preparing the Eslas virtual. And it's really, you know, challenging. How can we really touch people still with just having a virtual event? But your question was who I'm most excited to meet. I'm very excited to meet all the board members, of course, and learn uh, about the work and, and the yeah, things I can really, you know, bring in. But I am also excited to see all the people around the world again, which, you know, we usually meet once a year, end of January. And uh, yeah, all the members, all the scientists, um, which I really miss the, the social contact and the, the easygoing communication that you have when you are at site and, and you have the time to talk to each other. Mm. Yeah, that's mainly, so there's not a special person, it's mainly, yeah, everybody. <laughs> I miss everybody. <laughs> I do too. I really do. I miss seeing all of you all the time. So, well, I know I'm going to end this on a happier note. I know we are going to see each other again soon. Mm -hmm. I do have faith and confidence in that. And so much of that is because of the work of scientists like you. And so thank you for everything that you do, not just for SLAS, but for society as a whole. So that wraps up our conversation, Manuela. This has been wonderful. This has been the next best thing to us being able to sit down face to face and have a cup of coffee. Absolutely. I fully agree. It's so nice to see you. And um, I'm so happy, really. I, I look forward to next year and to yeah, get more things done. And um, I also appreciate what science is doing. And uh, it's very appreciative what ESLAS did to bring this really together and also helped in the challenging moments like when people are short of things or needed advice or other ideas i think that was really really exciting to see so thank you so much and wish you i think it's almost time to wish each other a happy christmas right yes absolutely mm -hmm. happy christmas and happy new year happy 2021 to you too thank you thanks manuela and thank you everybody for listening to the new matter podcast